Hey everybody, Paulette Reese Denis here. I am your transformational lifestyle coach as well as global dance instructor, and I'm happy to have another edition of Heart and Hustle, visionary healers, movers, and shakers. And as always, I love to start out with an inspirational song that I, this is the one I almost always play called Life by Hathaway. Because as you make changes, life will never be the same, right? Isn't that awesome? Mm -hmm. So today I have a great, a great woman with me, and I'm really excited for you to meet her. Her name is Laura Rao, and she is a healer, a wise woman, and absolutely delightful. <laughs> and I fell in love with her the minute I met her, um, and so I hope you will too. Anyway, hey, Laura. Yay. Thank you very much. Yay. I'm so happy so for you. Excited. Let me um, wind my little happy song down. I know. I like your song. We have to get a little dancing in, right? Always. Yeah. <laughs> uh, agreed. So how are you, darling? I'm really good. I'm really good. It's been yeah. a nice summer so far. Oh, it's been incredible here in Portland. It's been in the 90s, but it's yeah. so beautiful. Oh, I know. You get a little glimpse of my garden. The way that I've got my perfect oh beautiful love it so, uh, I'm a happy girl definitely and uh, um, I'm so glad you could join us today and tell us a little bit about yourself awesome all right well um, I think my biggest branding part is that I'm an empath and I've been an empath my whole life but I didn't know that until I was in my 30s so I struggled a lot as a, as a younger person so for those of us out yes. here who may not understand exactly what an empath is. Yes. An empath is someone who is sensitive to electromagnetic waves. They come off of everything, mainly people. Um, the most common type that people might be familiar with is an, is an emotional empath, which means I feel what those around me are feeling. So if I walk into a room and there's a lot of drama going on, I'm going to immediately be like, what's going on? But there's a lot of different kinds of empathy. And there's um, physical empaths who can physically feel when someone else is having a pain or a problem. Mm -hmm. Animal empaths that read their animals really well. So there's all kinds. And it's, it's the electromagnetic waves that we pick up on. And it's, it's a form of, of intuition. It's just a way that our, our energy system re reads and interprets a situation. And don't you think we're all born with that yes. sort of feeling and then, yes. and then what happens, right? <laughs> right. Well, and that's a great, and this has been a source of, of curiosity for me. And I sort of, through my work, I'm exploring exactly that. What does happen? And I'm not exactly sure I can say for fact, but I know that from birth to seven, we share a, a field, an energy field with our parent, with our mother. And that is how we learn so quickly because it's, it's through telepathy. It's through feelings and exchanges and identifying, oh, this is happy, this is sad, this is unhappy, this is yeah, angry. Um, it's not like your mom sits there and goes, hi, this is angry, or you know, this is how you do things. She does do that, but the rate at which a child learns is so rapid, and it's because of that empathic connection that they have. And then at seven, we do. We sent, we, some of us will lose it, and some of us won't. I, I have a particular feeling that those of us that don't, one of the reasons that we may not is because of um, 
unrest in the family home, either it's a it's an abusive home or it's a neglectful home, or there's something going on where the, the child needs to be on alert. So they're keeping all their senses open to get whatever is going on. But that's only one possibility. I think there are many more, but that's one that I see in my work a lot. Wow. I... I I mean, I, I can remember when I used to do a lot of massage therapy, when I used to be a masseuse. Yeah. But I would, um, it's called clairsentient, right? When mm -hmm. you yep. feel, feel through the body. Yep. Everybody has those different, like you said earlier. Yeah. Um, but to stay engaged with our intuition and trust ourselves. Yeah. As, as adults, we, well, it's shut off so much as you grow up and then as adults, it's like, where, where, do, where do we go to judge, to judge and trust ourselves? Totally. Yeah. Totally. So you are mightily in tune with that. <laughs> yes, I am. If I may say so myself. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that is your, your work. Yeah. Yeah. My, my work really was, you know, I was one of those people who didn't trust themselves for, for years and years, like up and through my thirties. Because and so what, what happened? Uh, I got divorced. And in, in divorcing, I had to really sort out what was mine and what was his. And it was a long process of healing, several years of, of um, energy work, similar to the work I do now, to kind of peel apart the layers of, oh, that's me. Oh, that's, that's not me. Mm -hmm. But once I figured that out, I could trust myself. I could go, oh, I like this kind of ice cream. Because an <laughs> deal is that we can't we we wanna be in the group. So we will we will assimilate in in ways that we're unconscious of into whatever group is accepting of us. Mm. Or relationship. And then um, you had some business background. Yes. Yeah. I have a master's in organizational management, bachelor's in business administration. And I, it's funny because there was a moment in college where I almost switched to cultural anthropology. I was so intrigued by it. I loved learning about different cultures and different civilizations and how they do things, their methods and practices and rituals. And what I found when I got into business was the consulting work that I did with my ex-husband in our business was exactly that. It was cultural anthropology, except on business. Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm good at business, it's a natural skill. It's not something I have to work very hard at. I see connections, I see strategy pretty intuitively. And it's, it's really similar to energy work in a weird way. It's, it's connecting dots, it's finding patterns, it's going, oh, okay, here's the path out of the pain. And it, it's like improvisation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Solving problems, right? But being Absolutely. able to trust yourself to know the path. Yeah, exactly. And, and so now from that kind of business background, now you're running your own business yep. called The Vital Spirit. Yep. And yeah, so this was also <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um, the Vital Spirit, I do, I, I work one-on-one -on -one with empaths and healers to um, clear away the blocks to their own success. And that can mean a lot of things. It can mean business-wise, like there's places they want to go and things they want to get done and, and they don't know what's tripping them up. Mm -hmm. And there's 
interpersonal, better relationships, all, all of the ways that we get lost or confused in our own path because of pre-programming, stuff we came in with or stuff that we learned from our parents or society that isn't true, true for our souls. So that's the one-on-one -on -one work. And then I do workshops and programs to educate empaths and to help them find their footing and get grounded and stay in their bodies because really empaths, one of our tricks is that we just fly up into the ether when things get uncomfortable. <laughs> but the sad thing is that we can't have any impact from out there. Mm -hmm. We're not in our body. We can't control anything from out there. Um, it's a sort of an escapism. So learning how to stay in the body, and when you've done it your whole life, it's a learning process. You have to practice staying in the body, and then you can manifest. Then you can, you know, use this body, because that's our temple, right? We came in with this. And this is our, yeah, exactly. Speaking to the master. Um, when we incarnated on this planet, like, it's a gift. It's a gift to be able to do anything in a body because it is so different from the, the place we come from, the, the, the big nothing void of ether, where we're all energy bodies and moving around, but it's different to be in a body, it's a gift. So and as, a, as a business woman, as mm -hmm. a solopreneur, yep. you work by yourself, yep. going from working in business into doing this healing work, yeah. And this, would you call yourself a psychic? I would call myself, I hesitate. I, it's becoming clearer that yes, that's a gift that I'm using. Um, I am more comfortable with the word intuitive and I think it's just semantics. But um, yes, I am. Well, it seems like um, it could be the circles I run around with. Yes. <laughs> but, the word, but the word empath is becoming much more familiar. Right. Yes. And that is a goal of mine is to make it familiar because nobody, you know, you're not going to read it in a textbook anywhere, anywhere. No one's going to talk about this. And the people who come to me through no advertising, because I just this year claimed the empath role and said, this is it. This is what I'm doing. This is who I'm doing it for. But every single client I've ever had is an empath. So they're finding me and there's plenty of them and I see the same patterns that hold us back and keep us from really thriving and being excited to be in the world. So you've only been doing this a year? Doing it as a focus as a year, but it's been, this is my fourth year in business. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, what are some obstacles that you've had? Business wise? <laughs> Of course, I've had obstacles. One is getting out of my own way. So when I left the corporate world and business in general, it was because I couldn't find a job where my heart wasn't damaged on a daily basis. Wow. And I, the, the, the term, it's just business, it's not personal, is so upsetting to me. Because, of course, it's, not, it's just business to you, but it's personal to whoever you're talking to. It's their life, it's their livelihood. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. It just isn't in alignment with me. So I really closed the door on business and I was like, I'm just gonna do this and I set it up and it was moving really slowly. And I'm like, God, I don't wanna network because it felt out of integrity, it didn't feel good, it didn't 
it reminded me of a bad period in my life that I didn't want to remember. So I was like, okay. So when you say you didn't want to network, what exactly does that mean for you? I didn't want to go into a mixer where I know no one and pitch myself. And a mixer for some of you who may not know is a gathering of, of like-minded people. Yep. People. Yep. Network. Yes. Right? Correct. To meet each other to, to maybe make new clients or make new friends or get support oh. or find a mentor for a lot of different reasons. Right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And yeah. Are you an introvert? I am. <laughs> I am an introvert. And I'm great in small group. I'm great one-on-one. -on -one. I'm really comfortable there. Um, put me in a room full of people I don't know, and I'm four all over again. I'm like, I'm just going to go sit in the corner. Where's a cat? I need a cat. Bring <laughs> <laughs> like, your cat with you. Exactly. Traveling <laughs> <laughs> cat. Exactly. Uh, so deciding to join Moxie, Women with Moxie, was the turning point of allowing myself to take it to a different level. I had clients and, you know, it was getting by, but I wanted to do more than get by. I wanted to really teach and educate and one-on-one -on -one sessions for healing are great, but they don't allow that opportunity. So creating programs that allow me to do a lot of mentoring and helping, teaching them how to use their energy system, um, teaching spiritual themes and aspects. That's what I want to do. So now that is happening. That is coming forward into fruition. Um, and I think get reminding myself that, hey, I went to graduate school. I did papers and presentations every week for two years. I know how to present. I can do this again. But it was stepping, it was kind of a, a merging of two worlds. So my, my empath world, my healing world, isn't most people's business world. Mm -hmm. There's a few people I think who've managed to be very successful making a business of doing healing, but most of the time healers aren't savvy business people. Mm -hmm. That's not always true, but it is. So I feel like I'm, I'm coming into a new place of doing both and, and reintegrating myself. I'd sort of split off into two different people and now I can be one. Well, and using all your skills, but right. you put them into your passion now. Yeah. Right? So how Absolutely. did you, how did you um, come to the decision or the, whatever you want to call it, that, that you were, wanted to be a teacher? Well, it was slow going because that's not what I thought I was going to do. But um, it was because of... The healing work I was enjoying very much, but working with someone in a healing setting, they're coming to you and they're saying, here's my list of things that I want to deal with. And you're like, okay, and you have 90 minutes to, to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's client-led. A healing session is really client-led. And I was feeling frustrated that a lot of my clients had the same themes running, and I was wanting to address those greater themes in a way that they could understand it cognitively and then also do something about it do something with that that knowledge and and grow from that and that didn't the teaching or the teaching was the only way to do that the one-on-one -on -one session wasn't cutting it 
And that felt natural for you. It did feel natural for me. And exciting. Damn, very exciting. And once I started doing it, I'm like, oh, I love my work. I love my work. Oh, man. And there's nothing like that, is there? Nothing. Really nothing. There are those days where I'm like, no, this is what I waited my whole life for, to like not feel like I'm working and love every minute of it. And I love being in session with clients. I love it. Whether it's teaching a class, whether it's, you know, just a one-on-one -on -one or a small group, I love it. Well, and it shows. Yay, good. And um, you, you have a, a beautiful patience and groundedness about you. And when you mm. present your work, it's very clear. Awesome. And I love that. I mean, yeah. I, I love listening to you talk. Thank you. And talk about your stuff. Yes, and yes. it's fun. Yeah, it's really funny. So Siri just decided to talk to me. He said, that. that's nice to call it. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I know. I'm telling Laura what I love about her. <laughs> that's so cute. Oh, that was too funny. Sorry, oh. does she ever do that to you? Um, no, I have not had that. She I was leading a meditation once, and Siri popped up and said, I didn't quite get that. Oh, my God. I was like, that is hilarious. Oh, she comes again. Stop. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> she goes, I don't understand. <laughs> I love it. That is so funny. Very weird. <laughs> it's like spirit talking, right? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, anyway, where were we? Oh, finding that, that, that thrill, that passion. And I think, you know, as a, as a lifestyle coach, that's a lot of what I do with my clients is yeah. how, to, how to get through all the junk yep you know, and how to get off the layers and find what that true passion is yeah but when you get there it's ecstatic it is ecstatic like you feel in total alignment yeah yeah self with god with the universe you're doing what you know you're supposed to be doing and you yeah. love it and you're being yeah right? yeah Amazing. it's a charge it's it's it makes a lot of like the struggle to get here, like, oh, that was worth it. Well, I think, and, and so much of it, and people have to remember, it is always the journey. The journey yeah. is your path. You know, yeah. It's not the end of the path. It's, it's what you do on the way that's really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even the hard part, the hard parts of life, I, I really don't regret anything that's ever, you know, transpired because it got me here. Right. Absolutely. And I love being here. That's right. Here is perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And there's so much more. There's, there's just so much more. Yeah. Um, so fun. Let's see. So what other, as um, running the business, well, you said it's almost all word of mouth, but how are you getting your teaching gigs? Is that word of mouth? Um, that was a little bit word of mouth. It was kind of getting savvier on social media, seeking out some folks who have, programs that I could speak at um, where you heard me talk was at stars um, event and I had recently fronted her on Facebook and she put out a blurb and said hey I'm looking for speakers for next year I'm like hey sign me up and she did so that was great and then new Ren I've been speaking at um, this month I also spoke there in That's April a new Renaissance bookstore yes. in Portland. yes and they, I solicited them. So I just sent them a treatment of what I wanted to, to present and they got back to me and said, oh, we'd love that. And now um, it had a great turnout. So they're like, come back again. I'm like, great, I'd love to. 
So that means you have to do some research. Yes. You have to have some ideas of what you want to teach. Yeah. In this case. Yeah. You have to put yourself out there, and I'm sure that might be difficult as an introvert. It is difficult as an introvert, and my best advice for introverts is take the baby steps. <clears throat> Don't feel like you have to um, get your energy all lined up for this in, in the minute you think of it. Because there's part of you that's going to resist anything to do with it. And just work with the resistance. Do a little bit about it each time, each week. You know, write the treatment and go, I'm not going to send this. I'm just going to write this up. That's just for me. <laughs> and you got to, like, right. you know, coddle yourself a little and not beat yourself up about it. Because as introverts in an extroverted business world, we do want to do that. We do want to be like, oh, I'd be so ha much happier if I could just be, you know, extroverted. And it's like, but I'm not. And, it, you know, introverted, extroverted is not necessarily whether you're social or not. It's how you run your energy. And introverts need downtime and alone time in order to recharge the batteries. Extroverts get recharged in a social setting. I'm both. Yes, and there are people who are <laughs> Because I'm totally on fire when I'm in, in my zone, in my public, whatever. Yeah. But I told, oh, I have, if I don't have quiet. Yep. And I think, I, I'd even want to say that you're probably an extroverted empath, is what you are. Because empaths need that downtime to process their energy, too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's my, that's my theory on that. And I've, I've been in, in tune with that part of myself for a long, 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 long time. Good for you. I it on different levels. Yeah. Sometimes it was way more directed when I was doing energy work with, with people back in the 80s. I was reading tarot cards and doing body work. And awesome. And then it kind of got out of my, I, I changed realms because I'm a chameleon and I changed. Yes, you are. <laughs> and now I love that I'm being able to bring it back. Yeah. Um, more to the yeah. forefront with within my coaching. Well, and I've been doing that for years with my dancers. Um, mm. In my coaching, and now also accessing more of the the Reiki healing work and the exercise. Awesome. Yeah. And I, and I love that, and I love being in that kind of connection with myself in alignment with myself. Yeah. And the universe. And it's really balancing. It's really. Um, Nurturing. Absolutely. I know. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I just feel connected. Yeah. You know, I feel like it makes me feel whole. Yes, exactly. For those of you out there who might be wondering how to get back in touch with that part of yourself, what would you suggest? Um, I would suggest this really awesome class I have coming up <laughs> and in August um, called Tools for Thriving as an Empath. And it's, it's teaching the basics and going kind of deep and talking about what it means to ground, what you're grounding, what is that? I mean, what's energy? What is our energy systems in our body? Why is being grounded important? Um, we'll do meditations and, and talk a lot about, you know, what grounding is and what it means daily and what it looks like. Um, but then also clearing your energy field. Um, and meditation, and then really self-discovery. Because mm. the answer to healing an empath is self-discovery. Knowing yourself as well as you possibly can. I love so that. 
Yeah, so that you don't get thrown off by somebody else's really strong expectations or desires for you. And all that, I mean, that's being grounded in yourself in that way. Yeah. And so um, how important do you feel meditation is? It's great you asked me that because as someone who knows its value, I don't do it nearly as often as I should. <clears throat> However, there's, I really firmly have always sold there's all kinds of meditation. Um, if you're not someone who can sit in silence and clear your mind, which I'm not, um, seek out guided meditations. Go for a walk. Um, but don't go for a walk. Go for a really meditative, you know, thoughtful meander. You know, go to a park and really look around and take in what you see around you. It's, it's just a process of coming into your own body and mind mm -hmm. and connecting with your thoughts and and not worrying about I do, I try not to clear my thoughts I because it's too hard I just kind of note them and not let them take me down rabbit holes that aren't helpful a, a tool that I learned recently I I did a meditation course with Casey Carter Hmm. Carter, who's fabulous. And one of the things that he taught me in, in trying to be that quiet, trying to quiet, yep. you have clouds in your forehead. Ah. <laughs> and, and if you think about it and you sit there and it's like mm -hmm. into your breath and into your clouds, yeah. everything walks by. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. I it like that. So well. Yeah. It works really well. <laughs> yeah. So I could say in sitting meditation because I'm a mover too. So even yeah. sitting for me is hard. Yeah. But I love it. Yes. And I feel so much more grounded when I do it mm -hmm. and so much more connected. Yeah. And but I also do moving meditation in my dance. And I yeah, do definitely. And I do a power walk. And that's part of my, my meditation. So it's awesome. Not, it's not the slow walk that you recommend. Which yeah. Too. Yeah. I do. I have a, I have a morning ritual that gets in my power walk and in, even into my running, but I'm, I'm having. Right. You've combined it. And wow. That's addicting. Totally. That's and awesome. In that beautiful zone, just to kick off your day. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous to, to do your day. Absolutely. Your, your day really does change when you set an intention for it at the beginning. Really does. Instead of, because what happens is we, we get reactive and that's all we're doing is bouncing off of everyone else instead of having, oh, what was I going to accomplish today? And how did I want to feel today? And that's you know, a big one right there. Exactly. <laughs> how do I want to feel today? And what yep. is going to make me feel that way? Exactly. And nurturing that, going for that, making time for that. And, and that's a, you know, big talk these days is self-care, which is of the utmost. Yep. Self-love and self-connection. Yeah. Doing those things for yourself so that you can do your work for other people. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, it's the airline safety guide, you know, put your mask on before helping someone else. Yeah. If you're passed out in the aisle, you're not going to be able to help anybody else. <laughs> right on. And that is true of life, especially for healers of any variety or type. Yeah. So, um, so your class that you have coming up, that's yes. in person? It is an in-person class. It is um, Tuesday evening, 7 to 9 at the Sweet Light Center on 
Northeast Broadway in Portland. So will you, do you see online work? Yes, I do at some point. Um, the introvert has to, it, we're taking the baby steps, right? <laughs> the introvert. I, I can help you with that. I know you can. <laughs> and that might be fun. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you, are, but you are available. I mean, you have clients all around the world. I do. I do. And I'm available either by phone or, or Zoom video, just like this, for, for client sessions. That's great. And, and friends out there, I will definitely have all her information and contact information <laughs> below. When we're, when we're done with this mm -hmm. um, so you can get a hold of her yourself and Absolutely. have a fabulous session or five yes exactly <laughs> and um well anything else you'd care to share any any advice i think i can't undersell taking the time to know yourself and if there's anything in my journey that has become paramount and that i will I'm okay letting relationships go, letting, you know, ideas for life go if it means I have to be too busy to pay attention to what I need and, and how I want to show up. And it's really empowering. And I think as empaths and many people, not just empaths, we, we didn't get empowerment messages as children. We got messages of conformity. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Which is if you want to complete all those powers, <laughs> exactly. If you want to conform after you've empowered yourself, have at it because that's what you truly want. But if if we are just doing it because we want to fit in and we want to, you know, be a part of society, um, we're selling out on what it is that we, where our power is, where our joy is, and being happy, we can't undersell it. Not at all. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Paulette, so much. This is great. Fun, super fun. I love to keep these short so people actually have time to, to listen. Brilliant. Yes. But I know that we could talk for hours. Probably. <laughs> Easily. No, and we will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, thank you. I'm going to put my song back on again so we Do can it. a little boogie on the way out. Yeah. There. That's a good song. It goes back quite a few years, but it's a great song. Good for thinking about change and mm -hmm. what you want and who mm -hmm. you want to become or how to make yourself even fuller and better and bigger and brighter. Beautiful. So Paulette Reese here with uh, Heart and Hustle, visionary healers, movers, and shakers, and our beautiful guest, Laura Rao. Thank I thank you. you all for watching. If you um, have any questions, I'm sure Laura would be happy to answer them for you. Okay. Um, you'll have her contact information. And if you need me, you can reach me at www.paulettelisedennis.com. Thanks for being here. See you next time.